Really dug deep for that one. Wow. I hope people had their uh, volume down. Yeah. Sorry about that. If I spooked anybody uh, in the podcast sphere. Maybe it'll match people's enthusiasm that we're back. Oh my gosh. I bet everybody, (laughs) I mean, I just had people hit me up left and right. When are you coming back? What's going on? Well, I feel like maybe... No one was crying into their margaritas, but I'm feeling happy that we're back, feeling um, a little rusty. Yeah, I know. We're just going to work out some kinks on this one. Uh, We got some uh, episodes lined up, but we thought we would just kick off what we're calling season two here at the McMinnville Yacht Club podcast. Yeah, the timing, you know, with a little bit of break we just had, we started this podcast just about a year ago. We're a little early, but we're, we thought... Let's just dive into season two. Why not? Yeah. So let's uh, hear a little ditty from the Resoletrics, and then we'll get into a little chit chat. Yeah. Uh-huh. I want to hear all the things that I hear in my head. Uh-huh. I want to see all the things that I dream of in bed. Uh-huh. I want to dance all night till I fall on the floor. No one's going to have to kick me out of that door. Okay, so we're back for season two. Back for season two. Uh, episode 41. Episode 41. We said to someone oh, wait. the other day... I'm I'm Aussie bleeding. Oh, God. I'm still Chelsea Nipple. Okay, now we can get going. Okay. Uh, we said to someone the other day, we've done 40. And when you think about 40, that's a lot of conversations we've had. That's, I mean, uh, average at about an hour each. That's 40 hours of us discussing McMinnville, McMinnville yeah. and <laughs> all of its glory. And I think there's still a lot to talk about. Yeah, there is. And, and again, we keep going back and forth on, you know, what type of episodes do we... I don't know. So any suggestions that people have yeah. out there, uh, we have a few lined up coming up, but we are definitely, our our goal going into season two is to better schedule yes, uh, ourselves. I, I have been getting some great ideas from people. Um, so I'm adding those to the list, specific names of people to reach out to. Um, and I, I'm excited for the next ones we have coming up. We've got these ones lined up. Uh, so for sure, the next couple of weeks, we've got new episodes, new guests, new topics, and into October, we have some fun ideas with homecoming and some other things that are happening. And so just keep with us. Yeah, yeah. So it's been a few weeks. What I mean, kind of since mid-August. Yeah. Um, so last time we talked, you were about to go into the music festival. Right. Okay, so talk to us about the Lightning Store. <laughs> so we had the Wanda City Music Festival, and Saturday everything was just going rosy. Yeah. Great crowd. Uh, every, everybody, all the committee was just walking around, big smiles on their faces. Music was awesome. And then... The radar starts going off on us. Uh, so I was watching the weather, and it was like, oh, crap. I think we might get something coming around like 1030, which was towards the end of the night. I'm like, all right, well, we'll see. We had kind of an after um, band schedule that was going to you know, play till midnight or something. And then at about 715, 720, uh, the radar really starts lighting up. And, oh, boy, it was coming. Yeah. I, we were over at, at some friend's house, a group of us. I had, you know, made my presence, you know, that afternoon sitting with Kingsley at the merch booth and, mm-hmm. and listening to the opening bands and popped out for a bit with every intention of coming back to see the kind of headliners that night. 
And this guy started to shift and I was like, oh no. It turned angry on us. And well, and I have, you know, those crazy fond memories of like that first or second year at the grain station area where like it's thundering and lightning and rain. That was the very first one. And the band played on, who was that? The uh, The Hill Hill Dogs. Dogs. And that was so epic. And I'm like, oh, maybe there's going to be another epic thunder moment, but you could just tell it got real serious. Oh yeah. And we had, we out at uh, Evergreen, we had the site prepped with, um, we had a farmer come through and dig it up. So it was easy walk but it was all kind of dirt and so it i mean it turned into just everybody all the committee members everybody running around trying to get things under cover and the ground quickly turned to just a mud pit like woodstock 90 whatever it was (laughs) where everybody's just sliding in the mud and i had my sandals and it felt like i'm walking in boots and then yeah the last two bands we had a band sago from los angeles we had tyler bryant the shakedown from nashville and they couldn't even play. So it's just, uh, it was so sad. I felt so bad for you. And I mean, what was like, what were the bands saying? Were they like, I guess we'll just go to back to the hotel. Like what was yeah, their vibe? I mean, they kind of stuck around. They were waiting for us to call it off. And like, I mean, if we even, you know, if it would have been an hour and a half and even though nobody was there, the bands would have played. I yeah. mean, they get paid either way, right, unfortunately. Yeah. So we would have had him play just for us, but it was it was unrelenting for like three hours. I don't remember a lightning storm lasting that long. Holy cow. It and just crazy. torrential downpour. Yeah. And so then you had to make a tough decision about the next day. Oh, yeah. I didn't want to get into it. <laughs> okay. But anyway, so we ended up, you know, we came out the next morning and it did, uh, the grounds dried up really well. So we had a nice, nice little Sunday still. Yeah. Um, Res Electrics played. They didn't play our song. I know. So, I was, so you didn't miss anything. I was having major FOMO because we usually go to the beach for Labor Day. So I was trying to cover all my bases and was having massive angst about missing out on our song. So I was sad that they didn't play it so you could send me a video, but also like, okay, well, at least I didn't miss out. On yeah, them. right. We're right. going to have to have them to the bindery and just do a Res Electric show. Um, I told them about it. They said that they're totally down. So let's find a good date over okay. the wintertime uh, we'll, and have the Res Electrics come play. We'll need for a us. little boost. Yeah. Well, I mean, if nothing else, you did it again. You guys like always learn things. You always improve. You have an awesome committee. I mean, shout out to yeah. those and people. a ton of people that were saying, "Hey, I want to help next year. How do I help?" And so, yeah, lots of volunteers. We got uh, we got good you know good vibes going forward. Yeah, the uh, felt bad for you, but you know, again, you did it. This was like your tenth year. This was the ninth. ninth so next year. year we got to knock it out with the tenth with year. With the tenth year, yeah. yeah. Um, well. And that's just you know when you're doing outdoor. <laughs> events in Oregon. That's always the possibility. And yeah. people ask like, you know, have you thought about changing the time of the year? I'm like, you can't, it doesn't matter. Yeah, you never know when random something, random mother nature is going to come kick you in the behind. Yeah, for sure. Well, okay. Another year in the books. Anyways. Okay. So again, it's been so long since we've talked end of summer End of summer, but we football season now. So starting sticking with the changing of the seasons, yep. we're now a football family. Yes, we are. So my son, Oliver is a sophomore at Mac high and he is on the JV team and swings up to varsity. So he has like, it's like six days a week. It's nonstop football for him. And he, he really likes it. We love going to support him. The hard thing about the high school football is it's literally like a six month season because they start practicing like the previous like May. Mm-hmm. So they get a few weeks off in the summer, but 
um, beyond that, it's it's this kind of unrelenting uh, schedule. So by the time he gets to basketball, he's going to be like, this is great because yeah. it's like so <laughs> short. So we'll see. Like you never know with kiddos, like what they're going to feel connected to and what they're going to want to do. You know, I know my daughter, when she was a sophomore, she had a little bit of a sense of, you know, she was doing cheer all year long and she was like, but I'm missing out on the fun stuff or being in the crowd or, you know, so there's a little bit of that. What's, you know, the grass is greener on the other side right, and, right. and with such an unrelenting schedule for these kiddos. Um, well, especially because he's playing JV and then suiting up for varsity. For varsity. So. And though the, one of the games varsity, he got in, remember you were there. I was there. And that was so exciting. Dang near got a tackle. I know. So um, we're having a great time in the stands watching him, but making sure it's like these kids are getting some rest and making sure they're eating. Mm-hmm. So Kingsley's doing football. And Kingsley's doing, he's in third, fourth grade football with the Mac football club. And this is his first year. He seems real into it. He's loving it. He's digging it. He's been playing Madden on my Xbox for years. And so now he's getting to live <laughs> out his dreams. Uh, yeah, it's been, it's been good so far. He's had a couple games. They're kind of getting their, their butts handed to him. So it's yeah. some good, uh, uh, good learning process yeah, for him uh, after the... he had so much success in soccer. But it's kind of tough because they have... You know, make, uh, they have so many kids. They have two teams. Yeah, and a lot of the other cities that they're playing just has one team. Mm. Um, and so they're, uh, yeah, it, it's been good though. We went to you know Wilsonville the other day, and boy, I'll tell you what, <laughs> I'm gonna hold on to a grudge of Wilsonville oh, for man. a little bit. Are they tough? Uh, they're tough. Yeah, and they're. I mean, they're into it. You could tell. Mm. It, it's kind of like their fans were on the other side of the field, but it was. They're cheering pretty hard for third, fourth graders. They oh, thought they yeah. were pretty cool. Oh, man. So. I definitely know those towns. Yeah. Okay, so here we are in football season. And with football and the new school year comes homecoming, homecoming at the high school. Coming up. When is that? Um, it's going to be October 20th. And while I wouldn't normally like bring it up, um, a group of parents and teachers got together. And we have um, been working with... Uh, Lucy Bartolo, who's the ASB leader at the high school and the administration there. And we are doing sort of a throwback uh, celebration to the 40th anniversary of the movie Quarterback Princess. Ooh. Yeah, it came out in 1983, was filmed before that here in town. And so many people um, know someone who was either in it or, you know, it was filmed somewhere that we all frequent and it has such a community memory to it that um, we thought it'd be fun to try to get the kids involved and um, hopefully get the community to engage a bit more in homecoming activities. We have some really fun things planned with the school and there'll be lots more information on that coming because that's uh, in just about a month, Um, but they're doing the annual parade that is always really fun. And so we're going to Hopefully get people, you know, lining those streets to support the kids and um, some fun things with the quarterback princess movie. Yeah, I was looking at there's a little community group on Facebook about quarterback princess filming in town. And it's fun to go through those comments and just the little stories people have. Yeah. Seeing the crew and seeing the actors and actresses around town and, oh, my mom gave a ride to this person to this place and they hung out all night. Yeah. I'm excited as always about the merch. So we're going to be creating (laughs) some cool throwback merch. If you've seen the movie or not, there's going to be some opportunities. We hope to, to watch it together, but um, there's just some really great outfits in this movie. And we're going to recreate some of those and have those for sale to support the ASB and hopefully the sports program at the high school. So um, just another little fun thing that the community can do to get engaged and kind of not only, you know, reminisce and connect about the movie, but also um, su- support the high school. So 
Um, more on that. That'll be fun. Looking forward to it. Yeah. Us, we were talking about, you know, what's going on downtown, whatever, what's going on in town. And I brought up the Indian restaurant is mm-hmm. now open. So you haven't had a chance to eat there yet. I have not. I heard from somebody that went and they said it was very good. Yes. Yeah, so I've, I've been able to go twice. I went with a group of friends and we kind of just ordered so many things off the menu. The menu is very large. Mm-hmm. It's, it's huge, which is kind of fun. Um, and we just filled the table with lots of bites and we couldn't even finish it all. all. Everything we tried was really yummy. They have a great kind of vegetarian section and really just great portion sizes. And it, it feels like community plate, but not at all like community plate in there, which I'm, I have mixed feelings. When I was there, I was kind of glad it felt like just a brand new place. Like it, it, they've really made it their own. But then you kind of have a little twinge of missing, mm-hmm. you know, community plate. And then last week we went just for a simple lunch. Every time I've gone, it's been packed. I think they're doing a great job for kind of like drinking through a fire hose with mm-hmm. the community, like um, bombarding them. Um, super nice people. The food's been really good. So I think it's going to be a good addition. And clearly people are stoked about it because um, they're just constantly they're busy. busy. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I mean, I always say it's like we have so many great restaurants in town, but we always want more. So it is exciting when... Uh, you get something a little different, something a little yeah. different in, uh, to try and yeah, I don't different think cuisine. They're doing reservations, but um, if you go in and there's a wait, they have those like little flashy beeper things. Mm-hmm. And we even took ours across to the Blue Moon and had a drink while we were waiting. So it was kind of perfect. So um, don't be discouraged if there's a little bit of a wait that, you know, it's new and um, everyone's trying it. So uh, it's definitely worth worth checking out. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. Um, okay. So we've got lots to do. We are actually recording multiple episodes this week, so we can just keep rolling them out. Uh, yeah. Somebody's heading out on a little European vacation Um, soon. I'm going out. Oh yeah. (laughs) I got to get out of town guys. I, I've been looking forward to this trip. Um, I'm taking with my friend Julie and uh, we're meeting in the Paris airport on Saturday. So wish me luck. And, uh, I'll be back in about a week after that. And so we're getting some episodes lined up so we don't miss a beat while I'm gone. Yeah. We, I wonder if we could record an intro from, uh, from Europe. If I assume your cell phone will be working. It will. <laughs> we might be able to just plug you in for an Maybe intro can, at least. I've been practicing my French on Duolingo. My kids are like, what are you doing on that app? I'm real bad, but, um, I just want to be polite while I'm there. And I'm excited, so I'll probably have some stories when I get back. Because everywhere I'm going, we're going to Paris, Bruges, and Amsterdam. Um, we have boat tours, um, multiple, really, in every spot. So we'll have lots of boat time. Lots of canal time. Lots of canal time. So. Um, if you see a Frisbee floating in the Bruges uh, canal, grab it. That's mine. Okay. <laughs> I lost a Frisbee there about, I'll uh, say, about 18 years ago. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. If you could pick that up for me, that'd be great. I will. I will. So I'm excited for that, but um, also super excited for these episodes we're doing. I think people will be too. The other last thing we just need to mention is we have been still receiving such great um, support from some new advertisers. Mm-hmm. And um, so listen for those. We are just so thankful when people want uh, to help us to help them get the word out about their businesses in town. And so so thanks to the the new ones we've got lined up and thanks to the ones that are sticking with us. And if anyone's interested in being a sponsor on the podcast, just email us at hello at mcminnvilleyachtclub.com. You can also email us with just comments. We have gotten a few people just sending their perspective about what we're yeah, doing. <laughs> I was thinking maybe, you know, let's take a minute to reflect on, on season one. Um, <laughs> yeah. First of all, if you're just joining us for the first time, 
naming this podcast McMinnville Yacht Club is done with tongue in cheek. Yes, it's very cheeky. We know there's no place in McMinnville where a yacht club could be. Yes. And no, we're not trying to be prestigious hoo-ha. You Elitist. cannot come to our yacht club. No. we uh, we. I had hoped that the um, artwork on the podcast with the guys in the little canoes mm-hmm. on the river would get to the point of <laughs> there are there is no yacht club in McMinnville. But sometimes people still, you know, seem a little confused yeah. by that. Which and some people did warn us about when, when they heard that we were going to name right. it that. You know, you know, when we're looking at stats, though, many more people get it and uh, are supportive of it. So... It's just funny when, you know, we're a year in and people are writing to us and complaining about things like that. So, again, a part of my growth journey is I'm not letting it impact me as much. (laughs) So, but we do love hearing from people. Um, We get people just wanting to touch in and say hi and that they're listening. We we love it when people tell us, um, you know, one of their favorite episodes. Uh, It it means a lot. So um, keep doing that because we're we're here and we're going to be doing this for a bit. And um, we're, we're thankful for you guys listening. Yeah, any other uh season 1 highlights to So look many back so on? I actually went back and started listening to some of them cuz I mean it's been a bit and someone will make a comment about an episode and I will have forgotten what it actually was so I go back to that episode and listen and I'm just like the range of guests we've had there's some like I would love to come back. I think that you know season two maybe we do some revisits with yeah, people that's because a good idea. we didn't you know we always feel like we didn't get enough talk time with some people, and so we're just gonna have to come up with um, more themes <laughs> to bring people back on. Yeah, it's tough to come up with a lot of themes. Yeah, because you like you want to talk to someone, you're like, okay, what could we talk to this person about? <laughs> and then what I'm finding is I'll reach out to people and be like, hey, I want to have you on the podcast. What can we talk about? And they're like, no, I'm not coming on the podcast. <laughs> and so trying to convince people that it's not as scary and um, that we'll get them, we'll get them in the end. Yeah. What were some of your like favorite things? Boy. Yeah. Those are just so much. I mean, yeah. obviously the blue moon was yeah. awesome when we did that. Yeah. I mean, just looking back, you know, it's been a good mix of just kind of shooting the shit with our friends or having people on that we don't really know and getting yeah. to, to learning, know them. Learning new things. I, I always remember the farming one that we had with Marvin and Eric. It was almost two hours long. Like yes. we literally took that topic and just kept going with it. And it wasn't like our most listened to episode, but for me, it was like one of those that I was like, I felt so satisfied. It'll age well. Yeah. Yeah. There's definitely been those few that we left. Like, I think we got smarter. Doing yeah. That. <laughs> I like those ones. Uh, you know, Ramsey's was obviously a highlight. I got a lot of comments uh, yeah. about that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, super interesting. Well, something also interesting happened and you were there, but I'm not sure you noticed, um, so on the Linfield one we've had, and I've brought this up before, one of my um, professors from Linfield, Professor Tanofsky, and how he has had such an impact on my life. And so I've kind of, I've talked about it a little bit. Well, when we were at Sloan's birthday party the other night at Los Molcajetes, who walks in? <laughs> but Professor Tanofsky, and I'm like, oh my God, is this the moment that I need to actually like go say hi? And this was how um, kind of perfect this encounter was. It, we were both sort of ending the meals. He was sitting literally at the table next to our crazy group of people. Mm-hmm. And he sort of looks over at me and I'm like, oh, he's looking at me. And then I can see him start to smile and I'm like, oh, he knows. And so we both stood up and went over to each other and gave each other the biggest hug. Aww. We've not talked in 21 years. And he goes, is it you? And I said, <laughs> it's me. <laughs> 
And it just was that same familiar feeling with someone that you knew you had a connection with. And we just started like talking about things that we remembered from each other um, that we really wanted to get together again. And so I said that I was going to reach out after the pod or after the trip. And um, I told him we had, I talked about him a little bit on the podcast, but now I'm a little like, do I send him those episodes or not? But what I loved was his wife was like, yeah, our number is still the same. It's in the phone book. And I'm like, that's awesome. Where's the phone book? <laughs> so anyway, just a little um, sweet moment of, I actually got to run into him and talk to him and he remembered me like yeah. I remembered him. So. Well, and harkening back to the theme of the Linfield one and other ones, like yeah. that's part of that small town that's magic right. of, yeah. you know, having people that impacted your life so long ago and getting to run into yeah. them. Yeah. So a sweet little moment. Yeah. Well, I mean, other than that, I'm, I guess the only other thing to note is I'm now part of one of those homeowners in the last few <laughs> weeks. We, uh, we moved, we, we needed to wanted to find a new house that was yeah. off a of busy street. We're on Wallace and, you know, with the kids wanting to play and Axel darting out He's the front door. He's a runner. So I wanted to get off busy street and needed a, wanted another room. So Axel wasn't sleeping in our bonus room. <laughs> so we've now moved into one of the, of the Lennar homes yes. in the Lennar neighborhood, yeah. right off of Baker Creek and the new development, mm-hmm. which when they were first going up, I was like, I would never live in one of those houses. <laughs> never say never. Never say never. Uh, Cause as we were looking, it's just, you know, everybody knows how the market is and it was everything for kind of what we were looking for. were just so expensive. Yeah. Um, and so I guess the price was right. Yeah, it is crazy. We know some, you know, other people that have been selling their houses. You're currently selling your house. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you think about what you bought it for and what you're selling it for, there's benefits, but there's also like, you can get a little stuck in that middle place there. Yeah. And I think it was a great move for you guys. You know, nothing's ever permanent. And um, shout out to Jen Fierro for <laughs> helping yeah. you guys through this transition. So yeah, it's uh, nice meet new neighbors. And then that development's just going to keep going. And in the news newspaper, we had, um, there are drawings of on the corner there where the next development will be like right at the roundabout of Baker Creek yeah. and Hill road. There's going to be a commercial mixed use development. That's just went through the planning commission. So it'll go through the city council next. Yeah, it's crazy. So this is, you know, great segue into next week's episode, which is all about growth mm-hmm. and um, sort of development. And uh, you're right in the middle of of what's happening in McMinnville. And, you know, you're going to benefit from it, but it does come with a little mixed feeling. Yeah, we were just talking about this while in our editorial board meeting, too. And it's anytime something like this comes up and you see the drawings and inevitably of people that are saying, Ugh, we're just turning into Beaverton more. Mm-hmm. Uh, here comes, you know, more Beaver- Portland development. And so there's, I mean, there's things to that, but at the same time, like you have to grow and there's been so many residents out there, like there needs to be some commercial. And I guess you just hope that it's the kind of commercial that benefits the neighborhood. Yeah. And you, but you just don't know cause you can't pick and choose what businesses go in there. Right. And I mean, it's not like these houses and apartments are sitting empty. Like there's a need for it. And yeah. So, um, the development of our town is, is happening folks. And yeah. um, we're going to be talking about how we can be engaged in that and, and sort of what's going on next week. And, share a little bit of how we're faring through it. Yeah. Yeah. So look forward to that one. Um, but glad you guys found a new house. I know you've been looking for a bit. Yeah. Moving sucks. I'm excited for the process to be over. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, here's to 
start of Here's season two. Change of the season, start of season two. Thank you, everybody, <laughs> for listening. Uh, we promise to, uh, we're going to get into a pretty good groove here yeah. and uh, get back to it and have some some wonderful guests and some interesting talk. And also, we have some new merch coming, so Ooh. watch for that. I'm excited um, to to bring some new things to people and. If you see us at football games, say hi and let us know you're listening because uh, we're going to be there. Yeah. <laughs> All righty. Okay. Us. Chels. I'm glad to be back. Yep. Back in and the groove. Back in the groove. And um, we'll see you in just a little while for the next one. Okay. <laughs> okay. Bye, Aussie. Bye, Chelsea. Uh-huh. I want to hear all the things that I hear in my head. Uh-huh. I wanna see all the things that I dream of in bed I wanna dance all night till I fall on the floor No one's gonna have to